she's been studying for weeks, um, you know, working up to today. Harassing the full potential of uh, those who are harassing. I know you all know, but a lot of people may not know what COVID is. And what are your plans? 120 days. Give me a break. The proof of the pudding is in eating. In Libya, we should be opening up the, 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 the for example, in, uh, in Libya, uh, of, uh, of Libya. I'm sorry, I'm going to get in trouble with staff. I don't do this the right way. Jennifer Jacob, Bloomberg. Welcome back to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and you are looking live at the two most beautifulest white people <laughs> that I know. It's the most amazing description ever. You know, I keep sharing the show in my random like Tupperware candle groups. I just put it in my old job group, and they're not going to be happy because it's a it's a radio station, and it's like, oh, why why do I do this? Hey, um, accidents happen for a reason. There yeah, are there are no accidents. It. There are no accidents. Maybe they're meant to see it. Right. Ladies right. and gentlemen, right now, many of you might be switching over between us and what Vladimir Putin is saying. But let's let's uh let's jump in to see what the Russian okay. president is saying here mm. on the Wayne Dupree. Show. A democratic administration in our country and it needs to support political organizations. That is enshrined in American law, the American law, the U.S. law. Now let's ask a question. If Russia is an enemy, then what organizations will support America and Russia? I don't think the ones that are strengthening the Russian Federation will do that. I think it's going to be those who are restraining it. And that is the objective of the United States, publicly stated objective. Or organizing people who are promoting the implementation of Russian policy, of American policy in toward Russia, rather. And what, how should we feel about that? I think it's clear that we should be cautious about it, but we are going to act exclusively within the confines of Russian law. Павел Зарубинский ask questions so <laughs> I'm uh, yeah um we <laughs> biden is weak <laughs> <laughs> let me just get this off my chest real quick this biden is, is a train wreck this He's is weak. literally a train wreck and for those of you moderates that are watching right now or for anybody that voted for joe biden I am not trying to offend you whatsoever. I would like to just plead with you and say there's a better way to govern a country than with someone who is in full-blown dementia, who has yeah. no idea what he's doing. It's a train wreck. Yeah. How much longer I mean, are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's a freaking train wreck. At what point does God step in and say, oh, man, this can't go on anymore? <laughs> a Bible? No, there's a Bible verse that says... Uh, yeah, I'm not say, saying the rapture. What? I'm just saying for Joe Biden. No, no, God will punish a country, even in prosperity, with incompetent and godless leaders. Oh, brother. 
Yeah. Hey, what was the prophecy after Jonah and the whale? Because the guy just got swallowed by a whale and survived. What was the prophecy sure, after that? It sure did. The God whole thing, I was reading that well, all. He, told it, he also told Jonah to go preach. So, right. so hopefully. Said, go, go to the Ninevehs and preach to them. And Jonah said, no, go. God, there they're you go. evil. You should smite them to hell. He said, no, go talk to him. He said, no, God. I'm running to the farthest ends of the earth, which was a rock of Gibraltar at the time. He ran all the way away from God to get swallowed. And then in the end, Jonah's like, okay, God, you win. Republicans, you, you hear that? You hear that? See, God told Jonah to go talk to the evil people. Hey, God's telling you Republicans. Go to Chicago. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, armored suit and all, but still. Y'all can't go to Chicago, though. Okay, um, let's let's talk let's talk about this real quick. Um, <clears throat> the 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 Biden summit, Putin is speaking right now. Uh, is monitored is being monitored closely globally, uh, everywhere. They're trying to find out how each side is going to react. Uh, Biden has already been called major names over the past few days. He's been laughed at. Yeah, he, I mean, he's been laughed at. He he looks wrecked. He looks like somebody who is walking around with a diaper all the time. And I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not. I mean, he he looks like he's hurting, like he, like he has bunions on his feet or something. I don't know. Honestly, it kind of reminds me of, and I know this might sound crazy, but I'm not sure if you've ever seen the movie where all the cool girls band together at the lunch table and they all make fun of that one girl. I felt like that was the whole G7. Like everybody was making fun of Joe behind the scenes and you could, yeah. you could, it was literally like the tension, you could cut it. I mean, in the room, you could feel it. And it was just interesting because they all laughed at him and they all had these like inside jokes. He just isn't the cool kid at the table and he thinks he is. Yeah, for those of you who live out in Santa Monica, California, or anywhere up and down the coastline, Venice, Huntington, wh whatever beach you're on, and you see that old, decrepit dude that's shuffling his feet, uh, totally sunburnt and got the diaper on, uh, and he's out of his mind, this is your president. This is Joe Biden. He's yeah. out of his mind. It's embarrassing to me. Like, if he was my grandfather, I'd be embarrassed. And he's well, the president. If he was your grandfather and you allowed this to happen, you could be brought up on charges for adult elder or uh, elder abuse. Yeah, I, it's really I just I just got a text message from my cousin. He, uh, <laughs> I love you. So uh, yeah, I mean I love you too, man. Love you too. Okay, so um, again with uh, during. During the thing, uh, Shelly Shelly just became a Patreon member. Thank you, Shelly. Thanks, Shelly. Thank you, Shelly. Shelly just became a Patreon member. James Baker, um, a couple of days ago. I don't want to forget you. Uh, yeah, so James Baker became a Patreon member just a couple of days ago, and Shelly became one today. Listen, Biden has a problem with, especially now, his motor skills everything up here working and we're and i know what biden did with the republican party on the global on the global stage yesterday or the day before yesterday he talked bad he ran us down well republicans he, he ran him down made him look weak and small and that's my that's not my agenda to make biden look small because actually he's doing it by himself I just want you, the American people, if you're not on the conservative side and you are a liberal and it's your first time watching, I want you to understand something. We need a leader. I don't, there, there's nobody in DC right now. There's nobody no, I, in DC right now that can bring this country together under one roof. Right. We're talking both sides. And if, you're new, right. if you're new to the show, we hammer both sides yeah. if warranted, without a doubt. Yeah. And what's our hope? What's our hope? Kamala Harris is going to yeah. take the reins? Yeah. You yeah. guys, this is not going to get any better. I mean, she's got this right tick in her arm now where she's got to move her right arm while she laughs. I mean, this is not a leader. She's unexperienced. And quite frankly, she hates the right just as much as Joe does, if anything, worse. 
But she does have experience, Leah, but just not in this. With men. <laughs> Making money. Yeah. It's raining men. Oh, sorry. You know, it's a different, that's a different show. <laughs> and, watching, and, and watching Putin up here do this conference, the decision to not hold a joint press conference was something is is what the White House pushed. Right, right. Of course. Pushed this. Officials have said that Russia pushed for a joint press conference yep. during the negotiations for the summit, but the U.S. resisted because they didn't want to give Putin the platform like he had standing beside Donald Trump in Helsinki. Putin would take Joe to the cleaners. Oh, it's just, could you imagine? I mean, just for one second, just imagine how that would have played out. And here's the thing. Joe... Ha- Putin doesn't owe Joe anything. If anything, Putin is going to push out all that dementia, all that ugly, all that evil, all those unanswered questions that we on the right want answered. Putin's going to push that out because he knows how to do that. He's a professional at it and knows Joe can't. This is why the White House begged and pleaded for it not to be done. Yeah, he asked about it. would be ripped off. Yeah, he asked about Ashley Babbitt. Putin sure, did. who killed her? He said, who killed that uh, that woman on <laughs> January 6th, Ashley Babbitt? Sure. What he also said that BLM was created by government entities that want to stir up race wars in this country. You know what? Too, too much truth to power. You know what? And that's, I mean, again, <laughs> again I'm not defending Putin. I'm not. No, no, no. But when he does stuff like that, he's throwing it back up in the faces of the media and the Democrats. You keep blaming all this stuff on me. You keep saying all this stuff, but look at what you're doing with BLM. Look at what you're doing with the Ashley Babbitt thing. Who killed her? Y'all keep calling me a killer. Y'all aren't even going after the killer for this girl. Right, and and, and even if Putin is doing dirty deeds, done dirt cheap on the back back end, which I'm sure he is. He's he's ex-KGB. I mean, he's dirty as the days long. Uh, It's easy to shift the light. Say, oh, no, 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 not me. Look at you, and then go one, two, three, four down the list, and then Joe Biden's not even on stage to defend himself. And for the record, the Clintons and Joe Biden family is just just as bad. I don't want to throw Putin out there and say all that without saying the Clintons and Joe. They're just as bad. It's just oh, that America yeah. knows how to cover it up more. Yeah. Anything good coming out of the press conference here? Oh, let me let me um, let me. Uh... Yes, Gina should be focused on China, those killers. Yes. If all of us together, all, all stakeholder countries, including a member of the, the Arctic Council, if all of us are interested in tackling these issues, issues, there are some areas where we need to continue to work on. I'm convinced that we can find an answer. I don't see any problems that we cannot tackle. All right, NTV, please. Good afternoon, Mr. Putin. Good relations, or at least not poor relations, between Russia and America were always the guarantor of uh, calm international relations. And you talked with Biden, Biden agreed on some matters. Now you're talking about uh, respect. You said that your talks were characterized by that. Before the, the talks, you talked about red lines, and Americans have some red lines. During the talks, we were able to reach an agreement about not crossing the red lines in, in all areas. And is that something that would improve the relations or at least stabilize the relations? Well, I can say that on the whole, we understand what our American partners are saying. They understood what we were saying. I mean, when we're talking about red lines, but I have to be frank, being, of course, we didn't get to the point where we were talking in depth about where the line would be drawn. We talked about work, work on cybersecurity. We talked about strategic stability. I think that during these consultations, incidentally, uh, also, all of this, all of this should be discussed, and I hope that we should, we can agree upon it. I'm including the Arctic matters in that too. ABC News, our American branch. Mr. President, thank you so much for taking my question. 
Uh, President Biden has said that he would respond if cyber attacks from Russia do not stop. I'm curious, what did he tell you? Did he make any threats? And a quick follow-up, if I may, sir. Uh, the list of your political opponents who are dead, imprisoned, or jailed. <laughs> oh, no! The organization calls for free and fair elections. CNN basically did election. the same thing. But Russia oh, okay. outlawed that organization, calling it extremists. And you have now prevented anyone who supports him to run for office. So my question is, Mr. President, what are you so afraid of? Wow. <laughs> Okay. Once more, let me reiterate what was already said about various so-called foreign agents and about people who are positioning themselves as the non-systemic uh, opposition. I already answered your colleague from CNN, right? See? <laughs> it's hard to follow with a translator like this. You got to close your eyes when you listen. Uh, the genre, so I have to answer your question, please. I'll do it again. The United States has adopted a law in accordance with which the U.S. has said that they will support various political organizations in Russia. At the same time, they made it. They made an announcement that the Russian Federation is an enemy. They've spoken publicly, saying that they will restrain the development of Russia. Here's a question. What organizations, what political organizations of the United States and other members of the Western community, uh, which organizations should be supported in uh, Russia, especially for, if, if they're paying for them? We're just like the Americans back the way the Americans did back in the 1930s. We're calling them foreign agents. Uh, but it's not prohibited. They're not prohibited from working. They can continue to operate. Uh, foreign agents don't need to stop operating. If it's if they are extremist in nature, then that's another issue. The organization that you mentioned has been has publicly called for mass disorder. They have publicly called for breaking the the law. Uh, they called for minors to participate in activism against the law. And uh, they were talking about using Molotov cocktails against the authorities as, as well, including against police. Uh, America just recently had very severe events after well-known events after the, after the killing, killing of an African-American. And an entire movement developed known as Black Lives Matter. Oh, no, he did. What we saw was disorder, destruction, violations of the law, etc. We feel sympathy for the United States of America, but we don't want that to happen on our territory. In order to not allow it to happen. What a move. What a play. He's been doing that, though. He, he does that good. So, Wayne, I, I know I killed people, but let me tell you who I killed. All of your political opponents are dead, in prison, poisoned. Doesn't that send a message that you do not want a fair political fight? As for who is killing whom or throwing whom in jail, people came to the U.S. Congress with political demands. 400 people. Over 400 people had criminal charges uh, placed on them. They uh, faced prison sentences of up to 20, maybe even 25 years. They're being called domestic terrorists. They're being accused of a number of other crimes. Uh, 70 of them were arrested right away after the events, and 30 of them are still under arrest. It's unclear on what grounds. And as for the, nobody from the official authorities has informed us about it. Some people, some people died, and uh, one of the people that died, they were simply shot on the spot by uh, the police, although they were not threatening the police with any weapons. In many countries, the same thing 
happens that happens in our country. I'd like to stress once more that we sympathize with what happened in the United States, but we have no desire to allow the same thing to happen in our country. Oh. <laughs> what a move, Biden couldn't put a sentence together like that. Damn. Were you able to reach an agreement on returning some of the Russians that ended up in American prisons? If yes, and when what happened? We talked about it. President Biden raised that question. The question about American citizens that were in Russian prisons, in Russian pr prisons, we discussed that there could be some compromise we enter into between the Russian Foreign Ministry and the U.S. State Department. They will be working on it. The Russia Channel. Russia wanted. You said that you discussed trade with Mr. Biden. That's probably the most positive agenda. Business from both ends are interested in development. What are the prospects that you see here? Thank you. It, this doesn't depend on us. It depends on the Americans. We haven't leveled any restrictions. What I think is after some restrictions were introduced, in the economy and in commerce. I think uh, that was done much more by the U.S. than by Russia. Yes, this did affect some of our developments, some of our development. Uh, the U.S. is carrying out their their task of uh, restraining Russia, but they didn't have any critical effect. That's number one. Number two. This has to do with the interests of American businesses. 200 people, the biggest delegation of Americans, it was an American delegation. That delegation was at the St. Petersburg Economic Forum. Some restrictions were introduced, including for American companies. Due to that, some of the American companies have lost out. They've given up the business into the hands of their competitors from other countries. We talked about that. What for? There's no practical reason that there are losses. As for our trade with the U.S., I think it's 20, 28 billion dollars, uh, roughly, in the first, it, it increased Notice by... he hasn't said, I'm going to get in trouble by my staff if I say this. My, staff, my staff's going to kill me if I continue to say this. Yes. He's not ran by anybody no. but himself. Sure, That's you know, the difference. I have a couple of questions from here and a couple of questions from here, right? <laughs> The, uh, the the lady here, please. And, 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 and Andrea, let, uh, let the lady answer, ask the question. Mr. President, thank you very much for affording me the opportunity to ask you a question. A few years ago, you met President Biden. That was when he was vice president. What he said was that he looked you in the eye. And he said that he didn't see a soul. And you said, that means we understand one another. Did you, tell me please, did you look him in the eye and what did you see there? <laughs> did you see a person with whom you can work? Please tell me, President Biden, did he invite you to visit the Russian White House? And if, uh, the White House rather? And if yes, uh, did you agree to go to the White House? President Biden did not invite me as his guest. I didn't uh, invite him either. I think for visits like that, for, for uh, meetings like that, you need to have the proper conditions. You need to be ready. As for the soul, seeing it or not seeing something, well, this isn't the first time I've heard this. Frankly speaking, I don't recall this conversation, but I will allow that it happened and it escaped my attention. But if you ask me, if you Ask me what, what sort of a partner, what sort of a conversational partner Biden is. I'd say he's he's very constructive, he's very balanced, just the way that I expected. He's very experienced. You could tell that at first glance. But uh, he he talked about his uh, family, recalling them. 
о чем мама с ним говорила. Basically, he went off script. Directly, but it shows the extent of his moral values. And that's all quite attractive. He talked about what his mom said. What I think wow. is the whole we spoke the same language. That doesn't mean that we necessarily have to look into our eyes, look into our souls. We need, we need to have eternal friendship and uh, love. But no, we have to uh, represent our countries. And uh, the relationship is a pragmatic one, primarily. Yes, please. Oh, I don't know. Андрей Колесников, газета Please. Give, give her the microphone. The, the uh, young lady can decide herself who to give the microphone to. Hello, I'm from the channel Zvezda. Mr. Putin, a question about global climate change. Could you speak with President Biden about that? And the second question has to do with American media. Recently, you gave a big interview to ABC. Do you think that it is fair to give the American president's uh, do you think it's fair to give a media to an interview to the American media when it doesn't happen the other way around? And uh, how do you feel about having your words always be distorted? You know what? About, about the distortion, about the silence and things. Well, that is the practice in international relations today. What can you do? Can't do anything about it. We've gotten used to that a long time ago. And we're all living with it. We've been living with it for decades. As for who is giving an interview, that decision is taken by the relevant leaders or countries. And if you want to convey something in addition to people, then, well, we try to do that. I, I gave an interview to the American press, and that's exactly what I was trying to do there. As for the, the activities of our mass media in general, well, for example, President Biden raised the question about, about freedom. About the freedom, freedom of Europe and, and Russia, I think, or, or, or rather uh, Radio Free Europe, which we call a foreign agent. Biden broached that. Uh, before that, before that, there were other media outlets. There's, there's also Sputnik, a media outlet working abroad. And before that, the United States called Sputnik a foreign agent. And what we did, we did in response, what we did with regard to the voice of, uh, the voice of America. Uh, of uh, America. And this is done in accordance with the law, registration, etc. And uh, a lot of problems have been created for our personnel for uh, money transfers and that sort of thing. We don't have that kind of a problem. And for American medias, they haven't, the American media hasn't complied with all of the requirements of Russian law. I think that even here, we can work through the ministries of foreign affairs to resolve matters. Let's go over here, sure. Okay, I was referring to, to the lady there. But sure, yeah, you can go next. Thank you very much. We all saw you shake Joe Biden's hand at the very beginning. Here's my question. Were you able to bring mutual understanding and trust to a different level with the President of the United States? Do you think it's realistic at this juncture to have a new level of relations when it's absolutely, where they're absolutely clear and transparent? And will the 
whatever your understanding of where both countries need to go to. Let me tell you, in life, there is no happiness. There's only the specter of happiness. I think in this situation, there can't, there's not a family-based uh, trust. But I think that there was some specter of trust that we caught a glimpse of. Please. Please. I'm looking at the uh, meeting with Putin and Biden, just some live footage, uh, or not live footage, but some recorded footage. Joe took uh, flashcards with him. Putin has nothing in his hands, and Joe took flashcards. So embarrassing. Issue discussed with, in, with the American president, and if yes, what are the prospects for joint work with the Americans in order to curb this? How, how long has Putin been in office? Oh, my. Well, <laughs> at least, well, if you go all the way back, I mean, he was um, like kind of low level back in the yeah. 90s. He's been in office. Since 20, 1999. 20, 30 years. Yeah. And then I think 1999 and then that Dimitri mid, however you said it was in from 2008 to 2012. And then he was back in 2012 to the present. The, re the reason why I say that is because he seasoned. Oh, yeah. As, so he does. as a politician in season as a communicator. Biden is Biden. In his younger days was seasoned as a communicator. He's just a shell of himself right now. Right, right. Yeah. Um, if you go well, and you got to also look at this, too. Uh, Putin was born in 52. So he's probably got a good. When was 10, Biden? 10, 20 years on Biden, 20 years on Biden. 1810. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, yeah, 99 is when, when Putin kind of made his, his, his big, big, big appearance on the stage, of world stage, if you will. But yeah. I'm telling you, you go all the way back to the fall of the USSR, and Putin was deep, knee deep in as one of the henchmen who would put the screws to people and you would die. And that was his job to make that happen. They did. Putin well, ain't nobody to mess with. Well, I'm well, sure. Well, I'm sure that we had some on our side too. Well, no, um, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I mean, Putin, you ain't rattling Putin. By, no, Biden right. was never, the thing is though, Biden was never tactical in his 47 years of office. He was never, ever tactical. If he was, he would have been president way before now. He was never tactical. You mean his and two Putin, failed runs? Yeah. Yes. Putin yeah. is tactical. Putin gets it because he lives it and breathes it every day. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Biden, on the other hand, is a puppet. Well, I mean, and that's the truth. Right. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody said something about the translator. I just, I, I agree. I wish the translator was for real because I don't believe Putin said, on the whole, or let me be frank. I <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Nope. Either way, um, let's, let's move to um, let's move to these to one of the main topics that we wanted to talk about, which which was the snitch program that Biden. Uh, I, I, again, Biden is going to be addressing. Man, he's yeah, gonna, we'll come we'll come back. He, to that. He, he's going to get killed up there. Yes, oh. he's going to get annihilated. I can't wait to watch. I cannot wait to watch. That's my CTV. Do you think When's he coming on? Well, he has to, I thought. After, after Putin, he's supposed to. Okay, well, let me know, because that's my yeah. CTV. I yeah, hope I'm yeah. not at the vet by then. I mean, I, tell you about. I mean, Putin, Putin is up there. You? Yeah, you already, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, Johnny, yeah. what, what? And I, I, kill people. I kill people, you got problems? I want you to give the mic to oh, somebody else. And you're, playing you're around. Not Right, you're not seeing him fumble around with flashcards. You're not no, seeing him no, saying, "Oh, my no. staff's gonna kill me when I say this," or um, "My wife's um, my wife's gonna be mad at me if I take up any more time," or "Oh, yeah. never mind, folks. I'm just getting too frustrated with it." What's the next question? It, it you don't see any of that with. Me. And we're complaining about uh, a, a politician not being able to uh, articulate himself. I mean, yeah. and when yeah. I say a politician, the president of the United States, right. Right, we would take we would take somebody running for Congress for the first time 
to articulate themselves versus someone Trump. said someone said let's be more american here so far you seem to be cheering on putin that's not it we're comparing no. putin with joe if right. this was trump up here i would compare joe with trump if this was uh or putin, I don't putin know. with trump putin with trump yeah, we'd be going with back putin and forth with right. trump i would do i would do the same thing that's the funny part about people that say you're cheering on Putin. No. You, you're not. You're looking at it at just one layer. We're looking at it at four dimensionally. We're taking a man that is in charge of a country and comparing it to another man that is charge of a country, and we're comparing them apples to apples. That's what this is. It has nothing to do with that. This is Putin, and this is your precious Biden. This is two men in charge of countries, in charge of you that we are comparing it to. And, and, and it's bad and what random. we're seeing. Yeah, they're yeah. being asked random questions, yeah. just randos. Putin is rolling with random questions as if he's comfortable. This is, yeah, this is what I do. Come on, yeah. throw so me one another thing. question. Versus so, Joe Biden, who can't even, he can't even put a sentence together. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so there you go. So Terry, you want me to be more American here? Let me put my eight-year-old daughter up there and I'll compare her to Joe and she would still speak more eloquently. Okay. We don't yep. even have to compare him to Putin. Let's yep. do a Pepsi to Pepsi challenge. I'll take the Pepsi challenge with anybody and compare Joe to anybody at this point. Right. And That's honestly, how bad it is. And honestly, we don't even need this. We tell you the same thing about Joe Biden every day. <laughs> Yeah, we don't, we, need we, we don't need Putin for this. We don't need, no, no, no. We'll tell you because that's who Biden is. But I mean, I was watching this video. Some, it wasn't even Putin. They were eating uh, out somewhere. And some person asked him a question. His wife ran to, ran to grab him so that he wouldn't answer the question. Okay, and let's compare him to Boris. Boris literally thanked everybody for being there. And Joe has to say, oh, you didn't talk about the South American president. And Boris says, uh, yeah, I did. Okay, that's <laughs> embarrassing. That has nothing to do with Putin. So knock it off with the Russian bull crap, you crazy liberal. Hey, Putin, uh, uh, Biden finds himself in the back of a classroom dipping down to a little girl in her seat. And the white, it is, uh, Jill says, hey, come over here. What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just getting me a good sniff in. I let's, bet compare, you. let's compare Joe to uh, air, uh, airliner steps. What happened to there? <laughs> it's not even a physical, it's not even a human being. And he no. got taken down by the steps. Yeah. I, I am so sick and tired of people making excuses for Joe. And Trump, now, Come Trump on, America, Trump never, wake Trump, up. Trump never and, tripped. Yeah. And now, and now Biden wants to create a way for people who want to defend him to, to report on family members or friends that might be radicalized. You know. you know what? You know what? For all you out there that are defending Joe, don't come crying to me when you do get COVID because you're defending COVID if you defend Joe because he is pro-COVID because he backed the CCP and he did not call out the Wuhan lab. So if you're crying, wear your masks and get your vaccines, I don't want to hear it because Joe is part of the reason why you're so afraid of COVID and why COVID got here. I don't want to hear any of it. Right. And this this is nothing more. This new administ this administration and this new policy is nothing more than the movie Minority Report. Go look it up. Tom Cruise, Thought Thought Police, 1984 is here. I mean, it all is all completely all for real now that they are literally asking the uh, Joe Joe Q citizen to report on your neighbor that you think might be radicalized and if you're watching cnn cnn is literally every day giving you the definition of what a radical really is which is someone who supported donald trump loves america loves his guns has a big mm -hmm. loud truck probably has a motorcycle with no mufflers on it i was just I was just all american kind of guy yep. that you don't like yep and just, here's a here's a here's a quick report for those that don't understand what's going on, actually, and I said this before, this program happened under Obama too, but it but it was going after Americans, not MAGA Americans. It was just going after Americans that were the opposition to what Obama was doing. How many of y'all out there remember SWATN, where the police were were caught in the middle of the night to opposition, and then they busted in houses and took computers and took cell phones of people, and then the FBI questioned people for four and five hours based on the lies that somebody had called up. 
Well, uh, this is the program by the DOJ. Ken Delanian covers national security for NBC News. Ken, a, a major part of this plan is identifying and then distributing details of imminent threats. Chef, two days after President Biden took office, with the Capitol still surrounded by heavily armed soldiers, he ordered up an intelligence assessment on domestic terrorism, and he asked his aides to come up with a plan to tackle the problem. The intelligence assessment issued last month made clear that domestic terrorism was a major threat long before the January 6th attack on the Capitol. From 2017 to 2019, the report counted 57 domestic terrorism-related deaths, 47 of which were racially motivated. The report said 2019 was the most lethal year for domestic violent extremism attacks since 1995 when anti-government radicals bombed the federal building in Oklahoma City and killed 168 people. Merrick Garland oversaw that Oklahoma City bombing investigation as a young prosecutor. And today, Shep, he unveiled the new Biden administration's strategy against domestic terrorism. It calls for more money, more focus, and more information sharing across the government. And it calls on the FBI to make domestic terrorism investigations a high priority. And it asks the Department of Homeland Security to pay closer attention to what extremists are saying on social media. Not everyone is comfortable with that, Shep, but Garland says the focus will be on violence, not ideology. Here's Garland. We do not prosecute people for their beliefs. Across the wor world, extremist or terrorist labels have at times been affixed to those perceived as political threats to the ruling order. But there is no place for partisanship in the enforcement of the law. The Justice Department will not tolerate any such abuse of authority. One thing the strategy doesn't do, Shep, is propose a new domestic terrorism law. Right now, there is no specific statute covering the crime of domestic terrorism, and some FBI agents believe there should be. The Biden team asked the Justice Department to study that question further. So for now, prosecutors will continue using hate crimes, assault, murder, and other statutes to make these cases. I fear this. I, I fear this. They, they changed the definition of infrastructure to fit whatever it is narrative yeah. they have, correct? Yeah. I feel like they're changing the definition of domestic terrorism to fit whatever that is. Yes. My biggest worry here is that Joe Biden has cha changed the word domestic terrorism into asking his supporters to report Trump supporters who are radicalized. I truly believe that this is what it is. I don't think that you are going to see a lot of liberals or Democrats on this list being reported. If they are, I think that it'll be ignored. You're not going to see like people like Madonna or Kathy Griffin, who literally put a, uh, Trump's head on a stake. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that you're going to see the ex-Obama member who literally said in a tweet that she hopes Trump dies from COVID. I don't think you'll ever see those people investigated. It's only going to be the people on the right because domestic terrorism now is Trump supporters. I truly think that that is what they're trying to do here. They're saying, sit down, shut up, get in line and pledge your allegiance to Joe Biden. But, am, am I wrong? Well, no, but yeah, you're correct. But the problem is, is that 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 now violates our freedom of speech. So if we we uh, are, are peacefully assembling and, and we are uh, have have our First Amendment right and our Second Amendment right to carry whatever it be. And we're in a general assembly. Uh, you could be considered domestic terrorist because of your your beliefs, your ideologies, the way that you uh, carry yourself. And when he Merritt Garland, I, I just caught that part. Merritt Garland oversaw the Oklahoma City bombing. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. That blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, this, this dude has been around forever. And we know Merritt Garland was a bad dude to begin with. He's an anti-Second Amendment. And that's why Joe brought him in because, you know, it's part and parcel of the, the, the game there. But, but this is crazy how they're trying to tell us that, oh, this won't be political um, ideologies yet during Obama's administration, the weaponization of the IRS, uh, you, you know, when you're shutting down Tea right. Party members, when you're shutting down uh, other people who are speaking out or doing other things. What? Sorry, man. This is 19, 1934 to 1938, Hitler's brown shirts. This is uh, the minority report again. What confuses what concerns me also is what do they deem as radical because they're also molding that definition to whatever fits their narrative. In their eyes, every single Trump voter has been labeled and deemed radical by the left. 
So that's what also concerns me because the left has labeled Trump supporters, what, racist, sexist? The Trump rallies are KKK rallies. They're probably going to try to shut those down because they could be radicalized, terrorist-inducing, right? right? Now you're going right. to start hearing terms like Trump is inducing domestic terrorism. So therefore, he shouldn't have a Trump rally because that can induce or incite violence. The left has, did such a good job at brainwashing their own supporters that, like I said, unless we pledge allegiance to Joe, we stop the Trump rallies. I think that um, they're, that's what they're trying to run with. I think that this is trying to stop a Trump run in 2024 and tell everybody else to sit down and shut up. Somebody asked about BLM. Yeah, no, BLM is there on purpose. The violence, you by see, them. This, the violence you see across the nation is on purpose. It's designed, and it won't be stopped. And it won't be stopped because the Democrats need violence, regardless on whose side it's on. They need violence to claim they're fighting violence. See, that's what you do. You create a problem that doesn't need to exist, and you claim to then squash that problem. However, in the in the, the attempts of squashing the problem of stopping the violence, they don't go after Antifa. They don't go after BLM. They right. go after who they tell you is violent radicals. And they also create the atmosphere or the environment to anger you right. uh, yes. so that it causes a reaction to where, I mean, because honestly, you can only suck you in. You can only ex tolerate certain things to a certain point, and then you're going to pop. You're going to explode. Everybody does. And with the way that they are spending, with the way that they are doing this snitch program, I call it a snitch program, um, with the way that they are uh, uh, slowly but surely taking away freedom and liberties, which I've said probably wouldn't i couldn't happen but i mean i changed i changed my mind yeah, on me it. too they um would do, people are going to pop they're going to pop and and then when they do pop then they will say okay now see we told you told you so. right right and then, communism, so. and then communism takes a stronghold well, this is how they do out it of, out of safety out of peace, out of safety, because out, it's out of, for out of your safety. Yeah, we're we're saving you. We're saving them. We're stopping all the violence. Hence, all the violence keeps going though, and it's always this perpetual cycle that they live in. Of stop the violence. That's us. More money. Stop the violence. That's us. More money. What? The war on drugs. The war on poverty. The war on whatever. It never then, stops with these and people. And then what happens next? We need to verify everybody's. Uh, tweet, uh, not tweets, uh, text messages. We're going to listen to everybody's cell phone calls. We're going to listen to your emails. That's what it's going to come to. And I tell you, and I tell you, nothing is going to come to. Call nine one one. Wow. They were saying that that's California, and I it believe them. I believe them. And it's insane out there. But I'm going to tell you right now, here on the west side of Cincinnati in certain areas, they will not. They will not, and they cannot call the cops. They run in, they grab a boatload of stuff, and they walk right on it. Even the Home Depot. If you get inside the Home Depot and you grab like a $2,000 piece of equipment, if mm -hmm. you get out the front door, and I'm not saying this to tell you to do it, I'm just saying this because here in Cincinnati, if you get out the front door with a 2,000 piece of equipment, it's illegal for Home Depot to touch you in a lot. They're not. You have to now. Wow. I didn't they, know that. They, no, cops, no cops, no nothing. Nothing. Wow. Yeah, they, they said that, um, uh, and, and everybody's making a big, big deal about nobody stopping them, but the procedures for dealing with shoplifters do not accuse the person of stealing, do not try to use your body to stop the person. Do not lock the door to keep a person from leaving. Stay, um, do not confront the person. Stay in a, a, at least an arm's length away from the person. Give the person a chance to put the item back. Call the police if you feel there's a chance you can get hurt. After the shoplifter leaves, do not chase right. or touch the shoplifter. Write down the description of the shoplifter's clothes, especially the... Uh, I, 
I can't see the rest. But Same policy with Lowe's, same policy with Home Depot, same policy with Walmart. Do not touch. Hands off. Let, let them be. That's crazy. Their goal, their goal is to turn us into a one-state country, yeah. and that's California. They want us all look like that. They want us to all be homeless, addicted to drugs, addicted to the government. Um, again, so they, they're spoon-feeding us communism, mm -hmm. and uh, we're slowly starting to choke on it. I mean, it's, it's getting that bad. They all want us to be California. Listen, we've been hearing that a lot of people are moving from California to Texas and from New York to Florida. Ron DeSantis said that a whole lot of people are becoming uh, Republicans down there in Florida. Let me tell you something. You just don't become a Republican just because you move. You don't become a conservative. And I'm not hitting Ron DeSantis. I'm going to tell you something. You just don't become a conservative from a Democrat just on a whim. It happens over time after you see things that are bad and you want to change. These people are moving from California to Texas and from New York to Florida. I believe, and I'm not starting a conspiracy. I'm just saying I believe this is a bigger secret agenda of the Democrat Party to finally take the largest states and 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 attitude mm -hmm. well yeah if, if you can capture texas you got california new york and texas say, say good night it's all done um i'm, I'm getting but, a lot of no, 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 but add florida because well, yeah but hold on i'm about ready to talk about florida i'm getting a lot of great advice from florida from people down in florida that are, they're saying florida was purple and there's the, the voter rolls and the sign up rolls for red were through the roof in florida and they're claiming that it's gone from purple to red okay versus now. purple to blue I'm going to now. I'm going to go back to what I was saying before. Add in Florida, legitimize Florida as as red, as blue. Well, forget about it. it's all over with. Lock it up, and then it's all, right because right. It, because you, because then you got California because you can steal Pennsylvania all day long. Right, right. right. <laughs> right. But here's the bad part: it's not going to matter. I, I just don't trust the Dominion machines. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I just wish that they could all be thrown out, even in the Democrat states. Because at Flawed this point, not, right? Flawed or not? Flawed or not? They need no. to go because it's no. not anything is hackable. We have to find a blockchain way or do paper ballots. I don't know what the answer is, you guys. Uh, we, there, there has to be studies on it. My God, there were so many studies on the stupid COVID, wear your mask, and why it worked. Why aren't we doing more studies on how to make these elections uh, more secure? All I, I know you. is nothing has changed between the day that Joe Biden supposedly won and now. So we're talking about Florida turning blue, Texas turning blue. It doesn't matter if they turn blue because technically all you got to do is hack the machine. Right. And it's that's the thing, simple. too. Yeah. Texas can stay red and Florida can stay red. I mean, but if Ohio, the machine's hackable, Ohio's what's the matter? Red, Kentucky's red, Tennessee's red. I mean, you got all these states that. And, and, and all that's and I'm purposes, not saying it was. If you're just... listening to some of the folks coming out of Germany and some of the secret, you know, top level security people, and, and Donald Trump had a whole lot more than anybody has ever seen, if that be true, I'm not saying it is. If right. it be true that Donald Trump really had 45 states locked up, if that's true, then you'll never win again because right. they, they rigged it, they stole it so bad that no matter how well you can win it, You'll still never win it. And I'm not saying they stole it. I'm just saying, hypothetically, Watch if they this. were able to hack oil and meat, couldn't they hack an election, even in Watch the future? This. Watch this. You got Dominion. Everybody's been talking about Dominion. You got Dominion. Everybody's Dominion has a bad name now. What would you do if you were Dominion and you you would you gotta branch rebrand yourself? You got to rebrand yourself. You change your name. Right. You branch out, create another name that's under Dominion. And they probably already have that. So another machine not with the Dominion name. And then on top of that, you do it another one. You, I mean, I mean and all the parts are made in China. And Bill Gates rebranded himself after he got hammered for, for uh, all the money that he had to pay out uh, back in the 80s. 
And he went on a rebranding scheme, if you will, with a nonprofit, and then got into the medicine business and vaccines around the world. And now he's a humanitarian. He's so loved. Really, he's evil. He's, he's just, a dirty dog. I'm just very, asking very evil. the question. I'm just asking the question. If oil and meat and water supplies and, and credit cards and Southwest just got hacked, they were grounded for two days, all the airlines. If this can happen, can election machines be hacked? Well, and if your answer is no, you're being yeah. ignorant. If, yeah. if your answer, even ones that just have Bluetooth that isn't connected, you can still get in there and hack it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to be, and literally, if it does not have a chip in it, then yes, you cannot hack it. But if it has some type of chip in it, then yes, you can. So again, you have to be ignorant not to think that something like that couldn't happen. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm just saying, how can you have hope knowing China, that it could happen? China hacked, and you won't see this, but Business Insider, this was yesterday, China hacked an internet security tool to target Verizon and Southern California's water supplier, among others. I this said the water. I said the water three weeks ago. You didn't see this with the media because the media is all um, stuck with trying to tell Joe on how to deal with Putin and what he should say. And what did the CNN and and and, and uh, I guess it was uh, MSNBC? MSNBC, yeah, yeah. What did they do? They they said this is what you need to say. When they got in front of Putin, they said it because they because they didn't believe that Biden would say it. So then they got up there and they and then they said it, but they didn't expect Putin to come back and slam the door on them. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's but what about your country? See, and, and, and not only that, but your country, see, in our country, we have similar problems that you do. And, and, and our terrorists in our country, we have to keep that at bay. So, so, see, we didn't have uprisings like you guys did with BLM. We didn't have these terrorizing the cities and burning cities. See, we didn't we didn't have what you guys have. And we're, 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 I don't think he said we're praying for you. Our thoughts are with you, America. Our well, thoughts I mean, are with you. How do you, how do you come back on it? Well, and it's sad. I mean, and the, the sad part is when you got Ilan Omar, a terrorist with a government title, <laughs> that's what she is. We're being laughed at here, you guys. Yeah. We got to get ready to go, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for watching the show. We are here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure. Now, I did I did post our CBD line up there, but yeah. Uh, yeah. make sure that you go to CBD, cbdline.com. Support our sponsor. This is, this is, I'm, I wish that, well, I'm glad that they support us. Yeah, and, they have great bath bombs. Yeah, Check them and out. great, great products. Get 20% off on um, your final purchase price. Make sure that you go over there. Let them know that you watched the show today. Get great deals. Let And let them know Wayne, Lee, and Brian sent you. And they are going to take care of you. Last thoughts real quick. Go. Yeah. Uh, you ever see... Um... Oh, who's the lady with the umbrella? And she's in, yes. Do you ever see when she says a spoonful makes of sugar makes the medicine go down? Yeah, the famous song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, it's really a spoonful of communism makes America go down. That's what I feel like we're at right now, and it's really sad. But I wanted you to put up your link for epoch for epoch times, if you don't mind, for those that want to watch us this afternoon at five p.m. Please go to Epoch and join. What happens is you just type in epochpartner.com slash Wayne Dupree. You scroll the whole way down to the bottom and you'll see Epic TV or Epoch TV. Click on that one, sign up for that. I think you get the first three months for free. And then after that, it's like $7 or something. So it's epochpartner.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. We want you guys to join us there. The conversation in the chat, uh, in the comment section is amazing. And trust me, they are craving more comments just like what you give. Kim, Teresa, um, yeah. some of my favorites on here. I'm trying to think. Brandy, Candace, all of you guys, uh, Kathy, they 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 deserve you guys over there. So check it out, epochpartner.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. That's my last thoughts. And we and we broadcast there every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern yeah. Standard Time. So Brian, last thoughts. Uh, yeah, I mean, this administration is doing nothing more than, as we've talked about many times for Obama 2.0. This is the continuation of the uh, complete, complete takeover. The, the takeover of America began in the early 1900s uh, with the first communist president, Woodrow Wilson. This is just the complete 
roundup uh, and takeover. And if you knew anything about history, which the kids don't know anything about history nowadays, 1934 to 1938 in Germany, the brown shirts were Hitler's henchmen that would round people up that didn't follow the rules, didn't follow what they wanted to follow. So most Germans were all peaceful. But they, they, point, you you do it. No, no, he did it. Uh, okay. And so they, they didn't kill all the Germans. They just killed the ones that people are pointing at. This is nothing short of a complete totalitarian takeover. I don't say that lightly. This is for truly a very dangerous time in America. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree Show with Wayne, Leah, and Brian. Y'all have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow.